There is no riot at the Capitol. Why was I lied to? Why was I lied to? I was told that the conspiracy would come true and all would be revealed and they would show how Joe Biden is not the president and Donald Trump would return triumphantly on a golden escalator heading up, not down this time onto a pale horse and ride off. I'm assuming they would have called it a pale horse. I mean, come on. It's their media. And he would have ridden to the White House to save the day. This is what we were told. This is what we were told. There was some facocta nonsense conspiracy theory that showed that March 4th being the original inauguration day, this would be the day that all would be revealed about Joe Biden and then there would be violence at the Capitol and that would be it. As of, as, as of well, what I got, uh, no violence at the Capitol. No violence at the Capitol. And by the way, good. Uh, it's not a reason to keep National Guard troops there for two more months, which Capitol Police have requested, and that request should be denied because the request is nonsense. Tony Katz, that's me, Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, Tony Katz. Be sure to follow and like and do all of the things. This is what we were told, seriously, that there was going to be some some violence and they had heard some chatter and they were worried about it. March 4th being the original inauguration day before being moved to January 20th. And there was going to be some activity at the the Capitol. I certainly hope uh, there is none. I'm glad uh, there was none. This is absolutely what you want. You don't want these things. I'm not interested in these things. But how much of this is just, oh, you you know, those Trump people. I mean, isn't that why we still have National Guard troops at the Capitol sleeping on floors wherever they're sleeping and eating raw meat and with metal shards in it, as was reported by a local ABC affiliate? That's what got reported. Don't look at me like somehow I'm the problem. I'm not making anything up. That was the reporting. So I don't know. The only reason that National Guard is still there, the only reason to request them is, as I see it, the photo op. You can tell me that there are threats against the Capitol. I will assume there are always threats against the Capitol. I will assume and would have assumed there were threats against the Capitol before January 6th. It doesn't mean you have a military presence at the Capitol. Take down the fencing. Let's go to work. If you say to me, well, the Capitol is now in a weakened state because of, of what happens, of what happened on January 6th, I will tell you that's why we should have responded with force. Thus, why didn't Nancy Pelosi accept the 10,000 additional uh, law enforcement, if you will, offered up by President Trump? Why did the House Sergeant-at-Arms and the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms deny uh, any, any help or say, no, we don't, we're good? And why wasn't there any movement made when the Capitol was under attack? Because it was, I mean, it just was. See, on that last part, I blame President Trump. I'm one of those guys. On the other parts, I blame everybody else. A lot of blame to go around, people. You see, when you're honest about it, right? When, when, you, when, you, when you honestly address the subject, you find that you're like, oh, okay, I don't like what they did and I don't like what they did. What I find disgusting and despicable is all we talk about is Trump, 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 
And yet Nancy Pelosi, she's eating twelve dollar pint ice cream and saying, "What me? No, this ice cream is so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It just sets me straight the whole time. I have a little bit of this. Whatever happened just went away. The whole day just just melts away, but not too fast because I don't like my ice cream melted. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the way Nancy Pelosi talks when no one sees her. Honestly, I've tried to do a Nancy Pelosi impression. I got hospitalized for three days. That's how difficult it was. There's no riot. There's no riot. So the idea of of all these uh, claims of, of, of violence that was going to take place today, I guess those are now discredited claims and bogus claims, even though the media apparatchik were the ones making the claims. Meanwhile, they've, they're dealing with other things over there on Capitol Hill, like H.R. 1. H.R. 1 is an absolutely ridiculous piece of legislation. H.R. 1, the For the People Act, here's a way to know whether something's good. Is Stacey Abrams in favor of it? If she is, chances are you're going to get screwed with your pants on. This bill is about who really has control of elections. I mean, that is fundamentally what it's all about. Who makes the decision? And in this case, H.R. 1 says that we, the federal government, are the ones who will make decisions. Not you, the states. Now, I would make the argument, like many people have, that that seems on its face an unconstitutional move. But I'm going to wait for the lawyers to dig in on this to be able to get an answer. What I can tell you is that every time they say it strengthens democracy, you can rest assured that it doesn't. We should note that no Republican voted for it. One Democrat did vote against it. Here's the statement from Speaker Pelosi. Actually, I should say that, I take that back. Here's a statement from President Biden. In the wake of an unprecedented assault on our democracy, a coordinated attempt to ignore, undermine, and undo the will of the American people never before seen in our history, and a new wave of aggressive attacks on voting rights taking place in states across the country, I applaud Speaker Pelosi and the House of Representatives for passing H.R. 1, the For the People Act of 2021. I thought our elections were remarkably secure. Wasn't that the whole point? Isn't this a fascinating change in the conversation? I thought that the election was totally secure. That's why all the allegations of fraud are just total bunk and nonsense to begin with. You had Christopher Krebs who used to run cybersecurity until he got fired. Oh my God, super, super secure. They don't ever discuss what could have come from outside the nation. Never mind that. But that's what we were told. It was great. Oh, you're ridiculous to say fraud. Look how secure, most secure election in history. So what is the need of this? What does a secure or lack thereof election have to do with saying that you can register to vote on the same day of the election and not need an ID? What does one thing have to do with another? How does that come together? What kind of person says you don't need an ID to vote? A person who is okay with fraud. And I'm telling you, if that's Stacey Abrams, and Stacey Abrams is okay with fraud. If she doesn't like it, it means nothing to me. I'm just noticing the kinds of things she's in favor of and the political left is in favor of.
If you say we're going to expand early voting and we're going to have more mail-in voting, you're okay with fraud. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. Of course the fight against mail-in voting should have gone through the roof. Of course we should have been more aggressive in fighting mail-in voting and the fraud that can come from it, especially when you allow things to be counted after the election date. You don't even need to match signatures. There's a whole thing about uh, Vice President Pence, the former vice president, writing about this and people saying, oh, he's pushing discredited theories. No, he's not. He's discussing the issues that, of course, took place. The things that need to be fought better where Republicans got what? Outlawed. So if you see people like trying to push aside uh, Vice President Pence, understand what it's all about. They're, they're just they don't want to have any honest conversation at all. They, they, they don't want it. They, they refuse to look at it. Anything you want to dis- discuss, well, that's voter disenfranchisement, that's voter suppression, anything they want to do, absolutely fine. It's not fine. It, needs to be, it doesn't matter what they call you. It doesn't matter what they, they say about you. They're wrong. No voter ID, you're wrong. Just willy-nilly mail-in voting, you're wrong. We should fight it with everything in us. We should fight it even if it passes. We should be protesting in front of the Supreme Court. We shouldn't allow it in the states. We should throw people out of office who push for it. They are wrong. They are not in favor of a free electoral system. They're not in favor of free people. They're in favor of saying how much can we stuff the ballot box any way we choose. Why should we have to do it in the dead of night when we can do it just like this? Let me say it again. And there is, no, there is no argument. You could try. I mean, come at me, bro. <laughs> as, this, as the saying would go. If you believe you don't need an ID to vote, well, then you favor voter fraud. End of list. And if you say to me, someone who is black or brown can't get an ID, that's bigotry. I'm dismissing you. If you think that someone who is black can't get an ID, that is some hateful garbage. You're a bigot. I'm moving on. Oh, they're Hispanic. They can't get an ID. You're a bigot. They shouldn't have to get an ID. What's what's your mathematics there? It's a poll tax. I didn't say you couldn't make the ID free. Make the ID free. I got no problem with that. I'm not down with poll taxes. A poll tax, the idea that you would have to pay in order uh, to vote, right? Uh, So uh, people will make the argument that needing an ID, they have to pay for the ID, and that's a poll tax. I make the ID free. Uh, I'm I'm more than happy to contribute in in that way. There is no argument against identification. And these people want to make an argument against identification. Now, there's, a, there's some other things to this, right, that have to do with dollars and cents and have to do with uh, public financing uh, for, for elections. So, for example, let's say you had a, a $200 donation to a House uh, candidate that would garner a $1,200 match in public funds. How do they fund that? A 4.75% surcharge on criminal and civil penalties and settlements that corporations pay to the U.S. government. Congressional Budget Office says it would get $3.2 billion over 10 years. 
So the government goes after corporations so they can fund matching candidates. This. I'll let other people play around that one. For sure. But this this bill is is certainly not for the people. It's for the ideological. Push back on it. And the people say you favor voter suppression, just laugh at them. I mean, just straight up laugh at them. They, like Stacey Abrams, don't know what they're talking about. I'm Tony Katz.